Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bree. And today we have with us special guest, debut author, Bella Mason. Bella, how are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Hi. Um, it's so good to be here. Um, a bit about myself. Uh, well, I'm from South Africa, born and raised. Um, I actually lived in three different provinces of South Africa um, before moving to Melbourne three years ago. So that was a big move. And that's actually when I decided to submit a story because <laughs> I thought big things are happening, might as well try. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm just a book nerd, homebody, and I'm a huge Formula One nerd. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> what part of South Africa were you from? The last place I stayed was Durban. Um, it's in a province called KwaZulu-Natal on the East Coast. Um, it's very warm. There's virtually no winter. Um, and summer is just incredibly hot and just beautiful beaches. And, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a coastal town and very vibey. Um, before that, I lived in a much smaller town um, across the country called Mafikeng. I lived there for a long time, but it was, I'm a city person at heart and a small town is like very closed. Um, so as soon as I could, I moved. <laughs> Has it been a culture shock moving from South Africa to Australia? Um, not really. There's a lot of South Africans in Australia, um, especially in Melbourne. It's, it's funny because since moving here, I've met mostly South Africans <laughs> over Australians. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's so um, cool. but it, I think it's also because we knew a few people here, and so they've introduced us to other people that they've known. So, you know, when I suppose when you come up from another country, people try to um, congregate a little bit so that they have that sense yeah. of community. Um, yeah. But even like driving around, you could swear parts of the country were parts of South Africa because the landscape looks so similar. Um, wow, yeah. But I've just absolutely enjoyed Melbourne. Like I love going out into the city and seeing things and doing things because there's always something to do here. Um, I mean, in fact, on Saturday, I'm going to Oz Comic Con, so I'm really excited for that. <laughs> Oh, have fun. That That's sounds so, so exciting. I yeah. know. Comic-Con in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds incredible. <laughs> well, we love hearing romance origin stories. So tell us how you became a romance reader. Um, so I actually started reading romance quite late in life. Um, I'd moved to Durban to be with my husband, who I was dating at the time. And I went to the library with his mom and she says, you know what, um, you don't have a card yet. You can take whatever you want. We'll just put it on mine. And I saw this book that just appealed to me and I took it home and I read it and I was like, well, actually, this is pretty good. Um, before then, I, I struggled to really get into romance. Um, but then this book turned out to be really, really good good it was like really engrossing I read the whole thing in one day and it had this really strong female character she got married and immediately after the wedding her husband this lord um, goes over to the east for three years and upon his return finds that like his lands and everything is thriving because his wife had taken care of everything she really doesn't need him 
Um, and it turned out to be a Mills and Boone book. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and so then I started <laughs> reading a lot more romance after that. And then after moving to Melbourne, I um, started buying, I think, pretty much a romance novel a month. <laughs> and now I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> Well, we are so excited for your Harlequin Presents Mills and Boone Modern debut, Awakened by the Wild Billionaire. Tell us all about your book and when is it scheduled to release? Um, okay, so release is planned for the 21st of September. It's set in Melbourne. Um, it's the story of um, Emma, who Emma Brown, who's this shy copywriter um, and her parents' uh, PR firm. She's sort of the forgotten daughter, the middle child. Um, her mom clearly favors her younger sister and her older sister is like the apple of her dad's eye. And he is just always disappointed in her. He'll never give her the time of day. So she goes to this masquerade ball because her friend Hannah convinces her to, um, it's like, you know, it's your, it's your 28th birthday. Let's extend the celebration a little bit. And when she's there, she literally runs into this masked stranger because she's looking out the window and walking. And he steadies her on her feet and she's completely mesmerized by him. And he turns out to be Alexander Hastings, who's a lord. But he is very reluctantly a lord. He doesn't really like um, being part of the peerage. He has like he has a lot of um, hatred towards the institution because his mom left. It wasn't enough to keep his mom around. So he just okay. doesn't see the point of being stuck in that life of duty. And, you know, when his father passes away, eventually he'll be the Earl and um, he'll have to marry and provide an heir. And, and none of that appeals to him because family doesn't really mean anything. And it's the story of these two kind of deciding, okay, we're going to have one night of passion and that's it. And then deciding, okay, well, one night isn't enough. So we're going to make it a weekend. And at the end of the weekend, Alex is like, well, you know what? <laughs> Let's just keep this going for a little while longer. <laughs> because it's a presents novel. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, <love> it. <laughs> I mean, I was swooning when you said masquerade ball. I want more masquerade yeah. balls. <laughs> oh, I love masquerade balls. And then balls. reluctant royal. Right. <laughs> And then Reluctant Royal, there's just something about Reluctant Royal that, like, I love. It, I don't know. It's just so, they're so enigmatic. Yeah. Well, tell us where the inspiration for the book came from. A scene pop into my head of this woman in her masquerade mask and uh, her dress coming into this beautiful place and meeting a stranger. And that was all I had at first, just the scene. And I like thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the more it started to unravel. After that, I, I told my husband, well, you know what? I'm going to write a Mills type story. And let's just see what comes off it because I have this idea. And he says, well, go for it. So then I, from that masquerade, I plotted the ideas for Alexander and for Emma. And the more I worked on their characters, the more the plot started unfolding. And then the story happened. Oh, wow. It's so much fun. So much fun to hear where the, the root idea came from and, and what it yeah. grows into. I usually start with just a scene in, 
in my mind that'll just pop up and then I'll quickly write it down somewhere so I don't forget because they usually happen at the most unfortunate moments. (laughs) 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 And then if you don't write it down, you'll never remember it again. Right, right. Yes. So I just have this Google Docs document of just ideas (laughs) as they come. Okay. Well, we'd love to know about your journey to getting published. Um, so I started with um, writing the story. I penned the whole thing in about a month. Oh, and then, wow. Uh, yeah. That's I, incredible. Yeah. I am a very A-type personality. So I have goals every day and I have to reach those goals. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, the sky will fall down. Um, so I I did that. And then within the month I had... I had a first draft and I just went through it and then sent it off to my sister and said, like, will you please read through this and give me your thoughts? So she did. And she said, that's actually pretty good because um, she's read all my ramblings over the years. And um, so then I submitted it to Harlequin and it came up with a message that said, you should receive feedback in 12 to 14 weeks. And I was like, OK, well, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it put me at about two weeks before my birthday and I thought well whatever comes of it that's my birthday present because I'll know I'll have an answer and um, I didn't actually have to wait that long I got um, an email in December and I sent through the submission in November so okay oh, wow. oh my quickly. gosh wow. yeah it caught this someone's eye such, right this is such yeah. an inspiring story <laughs> I mean, I love that. I mean, when you began writing the book, mm. did you know I'm writing a Harlequin Presents or Mills and Boone Modern? Like, were you targeting that? Like, I was. Did the story just unravel that? Okay. That's yeah, so cool. I, I was. Um, I, up until that point, I read like, I think, two moles a month. Um, okay. And, uh, I really liked the stories and that's what I wanted to write at that point Um, because, you know, the idea wouldn't leave me alone and it was just so perfect for a presents story. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you you need that glamorous background and the powerful male character and the strong female. And I had that. So I was like, well, this is going to, is shaping up for a multi. I'm going to write this. So that, Yeah. And, and, you know, you kind of know on the site, they give you sort of um, pointers of what they're expecting. And so when I decided that it was going to be a Mills, I like kept that in mind as well. So it helps you develop the story that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us your I got the call story. Did you get a call or was it an email? Like, give us so, a So time zones. So I got an email. <laughs> that said, I should expect a call. <laughs> I woke up um, on, it was the 16th of December. Um, I woke up that morning and just the first thing I always do is check the notifications on my phone. I usually have um, a list that I go through. Like first I'll check my emails, then I'll check WhatsApp, <laughs> then I'll check social media. <laughs> always in that order. And so there, there was an email from Harlequin and I like very tentatively opened it and then I read it oh and it was my editor saying um 
I'd really like to give you a call. <laughs> and I just like smacked my husband awake. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Arlequin wants to call me. And then Mills and Googled. Boone wants to call me. <laughs> exactly. And then I Googled, <laughs> getting a call, <laughs> is getting a call a positive sign? <laughs> I was like, trying to be realistic and not get my hopes up or anything like that. It's like, we don't know anything. Just like, keep it together. <laughs> and then um, I replied. And sometime in the afternoon, my editor emailed me back and said, well, can I give you a call at 8.30 your time? And I was like, that would be perfect. And then she says, well, we want your story. And I was like trying not to vibrate off my seat at that point. (laughs) 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 And so we, I think we were on, um, on a video call for about an hour. And after that, the first thing I did was call my parents. <laughs> and I was like, guess yeah. what? <laughs> I didn't even check what time it was in South Africa. I was just like, it's a public holiday. <laughs> They'll be awake. <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter. Mills and Boone yes. wanted to call me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if they were doing something, they could stop. <laughs> well, so what's been the journey from the call until now? Um. So... I sent through a full manuscript um, after the call, and um, in January we, we were working out the final revisions on the story. Um, so by February, I think it was, um, my editor had like had the full finalized manuscript in hand. Um, and since then, we've just been, you know, I've, I've got my covers, and I've been working on a second story, which I just finished the first week of writing on I'm like a fifth of the way there um and that's pretty much been it I've been like working um on trying to um, get my social media pages up and um still plan a second and third book on the side yes because we need a second and third book Uh, (laughs) I mean we need the first one but you know (laughs) (laughs) we're selfish it's all right it's we're the first one's coming soon Okay, so romance trope time. What are two of your favorite romance tropes to read? I really like a good second chance story because there's just something like really sweet about, okay, well, it might have failed the first time or we didn't have enough time the first time and now you get to explore them and still find out about what happened before. I really love that. Um, And I'm a sucker for fake dating. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I love all the stakes and the reasons. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah. I love those. I I finished um, reading a fantasy series that was like, you know, an extremely stressful read because, you know, fantasy tends to be stressful at times. Um, And then afterwards, I just wanted something feel good, like a a palate cleanser. So I um, borrowed a book. I actually bought the book for my friend when she had COVID. And then she said, you know what, it's pretty good, read it. So after that, I read it. It was the um, Spanish Love Deception. It had, it, it was like, um, you know, enemies to lovers and fake dating. And I was like, I'm just eating this up. And I like, devoured that book. I like ignored everyone <laughs> for two days. I started it the, in the morning and by the next afternoon, I was done. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> there isn't any more. <laughs> But yeah, give me a good fake dating and I will, I love it. I agree. agree. Absolutely. Well, I I just have this one off the top of my head. Can you 
let us know some of your favorite presents authors. Um, I really enjoy Pippa Roscoe. I think she is amazing. We're Pippa Roscoe fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I just you can't do an read... episode without mentioning her. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just read um the second of the Royals of Svadia series. Oh, wasn't it so good? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I absolutely love Lucas. He's so good. I, I I tweeted her on um like when I got the books and she said she loved Lycus and I said, Well, you know, I really loved Kel, so he's gotta be good. <laughs> and then after reading Lycos like, was good. <laughs> Lycos was and, fantastic. And I tweeted tweeted her back and said okay well i still love kill but yeah i get it <laughs> like cause this is amazing <laughs> yeah. so i'm like i'm really 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 looking forward to the next one um cause oh i know I, i'm just like oh i think alexander's really amazing and he's just very misunderstood at this point so yeah waiting impatiently for that um Aaron is like how are you gonna do this because he just like will make you mad in the first two books and then he always like switches it up at the end <laughs> like, like you're right how is she gonna do it <laughs> at the end when um like with the whole wedding thing and like what he says to like us and I'm like oh yes I know you're a good I brother <laughs> yeah I cried a lot with that book okay <laughs> that's um, I also really enjoy Heidi Rice. Um, oh, yeah. She's got some really good ones. I see so many. Caitlin Cruz, mm-hmm. she's great. Um, recently, yeah. I was fortunate enough to read um, an advanced reader copy of Leela May's new, um, of her debut that's coming no. next month. Oh, yeah. yeah we've, we've got our copies. We have plans for that one, Brie and I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. She really is. Um, so I think you guys are going to enjoy that. We're excited. Presents yeah. have some amazing stuff coming out. Oh, yeah. They have. I used to um, really enjoy their Dare series. Um, oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. there were like quite a few authors that I enjoyed because even though it was su- like supposed to be spicier, but like the emotional connections were really deep as well. And I really liked that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of them also write presents. So then I just follow them into like presents books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I miss that series so much. Me Don't too. Don't get me started. <laughs> I even Googled, well, why did the- day end? <laughs> and I didn't get an answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 I am working on a very hardcore argument as to why it needs to be brought back. But, you know. <laughs> Hollywood's going to be like, chill out, Bree, chill out. (laughs) We're going to dedicate an episode to it. (laughs) Yes. A petition. Yes. (laughs) What's one piece of advice you'd offer to aspiring writers? Um, I think it would be to just write it. Like, ignore what you think it's going to be. Ignore how nervous it makes you. Just write the thing. Because, you know... You never know where your writing might take you. And if you don't write it, no one's going to read it. And it's just a lost story. Just write it out. Even if it's just for yourself and it's just words on paper, do it. And, you know, sometimes like all a book is, is just one word after the other. And, you know, some Mm -hmm. days it, 
it flows beautifully and other days it flows like molasses but <laughs> you know you just need to keep putting the words down I mean I have some bad writing days and when that happens I usually tell myself okay well a hundred words isn't hard to write so let's just write right. on a hundred and then after we get to a hundred we'll do a hundred more and just take it in bite-sized chunks and then you know by the end of the day you've sometimes even exceeded your goal um yeah and you know and you don't have to put huge amounts of time down for it you can do it in like little 10 minute stints or 20 minute stints whatever as you have time just put it on a note on your phone yeah but get it done the goal is just the goal is just 100 words at a time however long it takes to get that 100 in a day as long as you get it you you essentially hit your goal so I think exactly. that's perfect advice yeah, yeah I think that's perfect every every additional word is progress mm-hmm. and I mean I have a I have a friend who writes really well and she she just writes as um, a hobby and I told her to she hasn't written anything in a long time because she struggles to finish it and I said well write something small just a short story or just a small beginning and end and from the we'll take it from there and now she's got this whole epic idea that she might end up wow. writing into two books but the I told her the point is just like keep writing it and we'll just keep brainstorming ideas and it'll inspire you and you'll make time to write it so yeah well lastly where can everybody follow you online um so I'm on um at Bella Mason Books on Twitter and Instagram and Bella Mason Romance Author on uh, my Facebook page. And um, I've just gotten onto Goodreads, so there's like nothing there. But <laughs> if anyone like tweeted at me or like, you know, sent me something on Facebook or Instagram, I'm more than happy to respond. Oh, okay. and my website is coming soon. I'm busy working on that. Um, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, my husband's an IT guy, so that's pretty much his project with my. Okay. <laughs> it's fantastic when you have in-home support. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like even the setup for this, I've like borrowed everything of his, <laughs> except the headset. And he says, "No, it's fine. I'll set yeah. it up for you." I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> well. We are so excited for Awakened by the Wild Billionaire. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us this morning on your end of the world, but this <laughs> evening on our side. <laughs> Thank you so much. Listeners, make sure you check the show notes. We will have links to all the places where, as of now, you can keep up with the incredible author, Bella Mason. Be on the lookout for Awakened by the Wild Billionaire and books two and three whenever they come out. We are so <laughs> stoked and so excited for you. And again, just thank you so much for talking to us today. We're uh, so excited. Thank you for having me. It was it was a pleasure to talk to you guys thank and to you. just swoon thank over you. some romance heroes. <laughs> yes. And you'll oh, have yeah. to come back. You will have to come back yes. once the books are out. We cannot wait to chat with you again. <laughs> so oh, please come back and hang out with us. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody. Aaron and I will chat with you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye.